You're listening to the Hometown Crowd Podcast, part of the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. On this week's episode of Hometown Crowd, Victoria Brousseau of UNC Pembroke Swimming joins us as a guest host. We talk about the drama unfolding in the NBA regarding China and make our college and NFL football picks. We also say goodbye to a long-standing Fayetteville team, talk marksman news, and hear about a day in the life of a college swimmer. Get on your feet, you're cheering with the Hometown Crowd. Hello and welcome to Hometown Crowd, your source for sports news across the country and in our backyard of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts, Tim Dipple. I'm Mike. And I'm Delta Sky Lounge member Heather Highsmith. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. And hey guys, this is a milestone episode. Woo! We have hit our number double digits. Double digits. We haven't been canceled yet. And to commemorate this special occasion, we have a special guest host tonight. Please welcome Victoria Brousseau, a junior at University of North Carolina, Pembroke, and a member of the swim team. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We have a lot to talk about, guys. There's been a lot of news this week. Uh, so let's, let's get started. Yeah. We've kind of been avoiding the NBA all the, throughout the course of this podcast, but some news this week we kind of can't avoid. Um, Friday night, Rockets general manager Daryl Morey tweeted a graphic saying, Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. This tweet was later de- deleted with Morey apologizing to, for appearing to offend the Chinese government and the Chinese fans. Uh, in response, China has canceled business deals and canceled airing of NBA exhibition games. Uh, since then, Rocket star James Harden and the NBA have both issued apologies to China, which has a large contingent of NBA fans. I think Yao Ming might be is he president of basketball. He's the pro- he's the president of the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association. Yeah, and there's many speculating that Murray's job may be on the line. Which would be the dumbest shit ever. Um, Mac, you obviously have some opinions, so here's what I'm going to pose to you. Uh, was this... Was the NBA wrong in how they handled this, and how should it be handled? I'm going to tell you right now, I was the biggest Adam Silver homer. I loved how he handled the the Donald Sterling issue. I love how he forced NBA uh, team owners to refer to themselves not as owners, but governors. I love how he's empowering players, and then he goes and puts just fucking steps in a just turd on this one. Yeah. You know? Hong Kong, I get it. It's it's a really sensitive issue with Chinese people, but when you get down to it, people are being shot with live rounds. Like it's not these aren't less than lethal rounds anymore. They're being right. shot, um, and I don't really give a shit how much money you're making off this. The Chinese government is locking up Uyghurs, which are uh, you know uh, Chinese Muslims, into re-education camps. They're disappearing. You've got them literally killing protesters in Hong Kong, and you're gonna just completely tell a man, you know, got it, he works for a team. Those are his personal opinions. And it's not like he was tweeting on behalf of the team. He's just associated yeah. with the team. You know? It's not like his his Twitter tag is Rockets GM or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, but but fuck Adam Silver on this one, and 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 fuck Greg Popovich, and fuck Steve Kerr. For not backing him up on this. Uh, And, you know, fuck James Harden. Fuck that entire organization at this point. Yeah. Because the Rockets were the first team to really 
jump in with both feet into the Chinese market because of Yao Ming. Um, but you don't excuse blatant human rights violations. No. You know, and, and for the sake of cash. I mean, that. I mean, it goes back to you know what we were talking about with the NFL. They, they don't give a fuck about the morality of it, what's going to make money. I was just about you know? to ask, is this to the NBA what the, the kneeling for the flag is to the NFL? Mm-hmm. Is it going to end up on that same scale? Uh, you've, you've talked about how the NBA is rising. It's probably yeah. going to become the most popular league. Is that still the case? Yeah. Or is it no, I don't think so. I don't I, think so either. I don't think so at all because I... One is kind of a national to clarify, sensitivity. You, 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 you're disagreeing that that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just because of with with the kneeling thing. I mean, that's that's a national, mm-hmm. you know, hot button topic. You know, for here, but this is something that's international. Yeah. That has wide sweeping. Yeah. Consequences. And let's face it, most a lot of Americans have shown they don't give a shit about the international. If we just exactly. like put walls up around the entire fucking country, they would be totally happy with it. Unless yeah. Americans start to understand like what's actually going on in Hong Kong. So I know a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. They don't even know that there's protests going on. They don't know all the new developments that have happened. So unless people start realizing what's going on and why this is an issue, I don't think it's going to become as big an issue yeah. as the kneeling is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, that the. the Every fucking vet bro and and Facebook uncle and old crusty boomer, the minute, like for them, when they saw Cap, it just slowed down into slow motion. Then you hear that. Why the, football oh, man no stand? When his knee, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit the ground. You know, they're like, oh my god, the troops! And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up yeah. about the troops, please. Mm-hmm. All right, we get enough, you know, thank you for your service everywhere. Um, you know, but I mean, this. You know, like Vic said, until people get educated on what is actually happening, and, and these people are fighting and fucking dying uh, to, to stand up to an oppressive government who is trying to literally take their rights away, yeah. you know, Americans don't give a shit. You know, they, they don't. And yeah. it's, it's very frustrating. And right before we recorded, uh, a news alert came across saying that the NBA is planning on potentially dropping salary caps because of all of this. They're, they're worried they are going to lose a ton of money over China that they're uh, planning for a scenario where they could drop between 11.6 and 17.4 million dollars in salary cap space. That would be the entire raise of 2016, like the big yeah. jump in the, in the cap. I mean, that, there are other ways to make up their revenue, you know, that you have to be creative with it. Like, if the NBA, which is breaking money hand over fist right now, is so worried about losing cash based on losing a couple exhibition games in China or, or like a cultural exchange deal, you know, like that, that's a bad business model. I mean, I mean, there's also the television deals, I'm sure. Well, no, that's the thing. In China, you don't, like, they, they air certain games, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're getting, like... Yeah, it's what it's whatever has been approved. Yeah, it's, right. it's state-run TV. Right. So it's not like they're getting the, you know, NBA.TV the way we can, you know, so... And let's face it, there are Chinese people out there that are <laughs> king pirates because they have to be. So, mm-hmm. you know. Well. I think also, like, it's making a statement, like, we care more about the money than we do about the human rights issue that's going on. And that's definitely what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, at the end of the day, the end, uh, they got to just figure out what they care about more and what, if they want to make a stance or if they don't. Because if they make a stance, then potentially things could turn out better for these people. And if they don't, and they say, oh, well, we care more about the money, then, I mean... Who's going to start to listen? You need, you need to have a moment like uh, they had after Ferguson and, mm-hmm. you know, when LeBron and everybody, 
were wearing the t-shirts and bringing this to the public it doesn't help that one of your biggest stars james harden is apologizing for it yeah i mean you're 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 cutting off that kind of Mm -hmm. uh, citizen activism you know i mean i had heard it's because i i I believe his shoes sell very well over there oh i'm not surprised Um, which almighty dollar do you know who else like did really well in china fucking stefan marbury he had a great second career there sold lots of sneakers so mm-hmm. if, well, if Steph Marbury could fucking sell things there anybody can like we probably can get a sneaker deal in China <laughs> well I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot more about this in the coming weeks but for now let's yeah, jump over to the doing. NFL and I'm going to give you guys a minute to get all <clears throat> out of your system Monday night was brutal for us Browns fans I need to stretch out for this Yeah, uh, we gotta, I don't want to pull anything yeah <laughs> um so go ahead. Yeah. Let loose. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just put it this she way. She snorted. Oh, she did. That was a hard... That, did you, that laugh was from that the was soul. Right? Okay. From the bottom that of my gut. Yeah. That was just... Right? It's, listen, I've been holding on to it, and it just needed to blossom out. Oh, I like the visual. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's... Again, um, I'm gonna go ahead and just say right now, you guys aren't doing shit this year because you're not you're not winning the next three games. You're not you're not gonna be competitive. I'm sorry, I, and I also would like to remind the listeners of uh, playoff definitely. Yeah. Playoff definitely. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just that that offensive line is a sieve right now. Yeah. Um, Baker is trying to be Magic Mike back there, and uh, you know, make something out of nothing when he should just either do one of two things throw it away, or tuck and run. Yeah. He's scared. I don't know what has scared him so hard. Uh, the five idiots in front of him that you call an offensive line. <laughs> can we hire you? Uh, I could. I would fucking do it, man. Uh, All right. Can, I, can, can you block Nick Bosa for us? Yeah, it's called a junk punch. Okay? I don't give a shit how big you are. That hurts. No, I mean, but, I mean, that, that goes down to coaching and depth. Like, and that's the thing. You, you... You know, I, I got caught up in it. Like you see the improvement of the skill positions. You, 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 you know, pre- you yeah, I did eleven and five. Yeah, and I threw in the caveat in week two. If this offensive line doesn't start playing well, they're eight and eight at best. Yeah, you know, and it, it's only getting worse. That's the thing. Typically, when an offensive line unit works together, yeah. they get better together. Yeah. You know, it's just like with any team. But the Browns are like, you know what? No, no, because we we want to buck the system and, and not be. Not be the average. No, we're going to work together and get worse. Yeah. And that's exactly what's fucking happened. And then when you look at Nick Chubb, he's the entire offense. Fucking run the wishbone at this point. Yeah. You might have more success. I, I think at this point, as a Browns fan, I'm laying all of this at Freddie Kitchens' feet. Freddie Kitchens is trying too hard to be a rookie coach and a coordinator. He is letting, uh, what's the phrase, the, uh, the wolves run the hen house? Uh, did you see how late in the game OBJ took a punt return? Listen, I, I don't know if that's necessarily. Listen, I don't know if that's necessarily the analogy you want to use. I would say maybe you know the inmates running the asylum. Sure, we'll go yeah, with that I mean, one. When, I mean, when the players aren't forcing kitchens around, it, it, and it's not just Freddie's fault. He wants fault. to be their buddy. It's not just Freddie's fault. This is sits on John Dorsey as well. All right. I mean, you, granted, you, sorry, 75-25. Dorsey no, gets a 25 for no, trading. No, bullshit, bullshit. No, uh, it's not even that. You, it's still his job to find offensive line depth and talent. And not trade your star for OBJ. Well, and the thing is, Zeitler wasn't even a star. Like, Zeitler was a good right guard. He was the best offensive lineman on that team. 
But you know you have a problem at left tackle going into the season. You know that the Redskins uh, have Trent Williams, who wants the hell out of Dodge. Why aren't we working that? Having an all-pro left tackle is only going to make things better. But Dorsey's like, no, we're going to roll with what we got. We'll yeah. see what we have. And at this point, you're you're literally putting yourself in a corner where you may not be able to get out of it. And, and all that preseason hype is going to be flushed right down the toilet next to the Browns, you know, playoff chances. The, the, the only thing that I'm holding on to at this point is that we have a very easy back half of the schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but by that point, playing, trying to play makeup that late in the season, our our best chance is the, our our best case scenario right now is back into the playoffs with that easy schedule and an early exit because we can't play anybody who can play. Yeah. Um, well, you know what though? I mean, Baker Mayfield did get a little silver lining because Sherman did apologize. Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, that's my bad. You know, yeah. whatever. And, of course, like... He, well, it helps with the video backstage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, which, by the way, I was going to say that he had the perfect response <laughs> to it. And it was like... And he said, I know what I did, but that's the one time the camera and something recording me has gone in my favor. Yeah. So, yeah. good for you. Well, I love what Bosa did after he sacked Mayfield. I mean... I mean, but you're an Ohio State fan. Yeah, and I, I think Mayfield needs to maybe shut his fucking mouth a little more and get better at his craft. Yeah. You're right. Um, that, that's how you improve. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, people shat on him all, all season. You know, the, that last half of the second, uh, you know, the last season, all he did was work his ass off in the summer. Yeah. And he's gotten a lot better. Yeah, and um, it's, it shows. Yeah. Now, Cleveland... Beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. But that's about it. And you also had your brakes beaten off by the fucking Titans and not the Niners. So. Yeah. But the Niners are looking like a legitimate We're getting there. Team. Yep. We're, go- we're going to get there. Uh, when, 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 they, when they are not just beaten up on bad teams, uh, like when they, when, when I see them pull out a game like against Seattle, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, division rival, okay. um, you know, or. You know, I don't. I can't remember who else is on the schedule. That's we'll, that's we'll talk rough, about. But, you know, th- just, this weekend they have the Rams, so we'll we'll talk yeah. about that here. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know what I think about the Rams right now. But uh, go, go ahead. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> just, we'll get there. That, that's enough about Cleveland that's, for now. Yeah. Uh, Washington fired head coach Jay Gruden this week after a thirty-three-seven shellacking by New England. Listen, though, he was trolled by his brother in the best <laughs> way. Which was basically him. T- I, I think what this. tweeting. I think he tweeted oh, yeah. it. I think and I didn't see it this. was and it was welcome to the getting fired club. <laughs> but did he throw a bro at the end? Yeah. 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 There, there's some talk that he may Love land it. as like a coordinator or a position coach under his brother. No, not uh, this year. Not not this year. Maybe maybe when he moves to Vegas, maybe. it won't happen this year. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. But you know, Bruce Allen hasn't done him any favors either. No. Um, I mean, when you look at it. Washington has had the most injuries, the most player days lost to injury than any other team in the NFL like last four years. So they did a complete changeover with their trainers. Yeah. And it still didn't work. You know, like, mm-hmm. um, so there, that's a systemic issue. But I mean, on top of that, Jay Gruden coached in the UFL and he's a head coach in the Arena League. Um, and he had success as Cincinnati's offensive coordinator, but I didn't think it was a smart hire to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like flavor of the week offensive guy uh, whose offenses really didn't show anything. Um, I mean, they'd be a lot better if Darius Guise was healthy, if you know AP wasn't the starting running back. And right. I think in football years, he's 640. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and, and again, your best offensive lineman's holding out, you know, uh, I don't know why he decided to die on the hill of, I'm, you know, going to play Dwayne Haskins as, as little as possible. Um, I, Speaking of interim coach, uh, Bill Callahan said they're not planning on starting see, Haskins. On one hand, I, I see it like the McNair stuff, you know, Steve McNair, sit him, let him yeah. run the playbook, let him, let him get acclimated. Cause I mean, he didn't look good in his first appearance, but that no. was a half a game. And, and let's face it, that offensive line's awful, and who's he thrown to? Who's yeah. he running off to? Like, that team sucks. Um, but, like, when you're coaching for your job, and you know Jay Gruden knew that coming into the season. Throw throw yeah. it throw it out there. See yeah. if you can't make it stick. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's why not? You know, if I'm, I'm a little if, surprised. If it comes that. down to making my million and a half still or <laughs> unemployment. I'm going to do what I can to keep my mail in the half. I'm a little surprised that they're not even going to try starting him against Miami this week. It's a soft team. Let him get his feet under him. Maybe maybe he performs. Listen, you don't besmirch the Miami Dolphins like that, okay? They're not soft. They're fucking sharp and soft, all right? <laughs> um, they are awful. Damn. Looking around the rest of the league last week, Seahawks pulled out a 30-29 win over the Rams in what was probably the oh, best game of the week. That fucking game was nuts. Um, the Cowboys stumbled again, this time against Green Bay, <laughs> and they've really been exposed as maybe not as good as they uh, said they were. We dem again. boys. Um, again. <laughs> Kyler Murray got his first win in the NFL, beating the hapless Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just give this hand gesture. Yeah. And uh, the Saints took care of business against Tampa, who yes. wasn't able to pull off the double upset after mm-hmm. beating the Rams the week before. Mm-hmm. Anything jump out from you, from any of these games? Um, you guys? I don't know how. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Um, I'm not a big Clay Matthews Jr. or the second or whatever end of name number he's given mm-hmm. um, but he really does get flagged for the dumbest shit <laughs> uh, that that roughing the passer mm-hmm. penalty I was just sitting there like Are you, you're fucking kidding right right um, but more football related like I don't know how the Rams can't stop the run you got Donald and Clay Matthews Clay, okay first off Clay Matthews has never been a run stopper <laughs> That guy's just pin my ears back. Rush quarterback. Yeah. And and is paying Clay, well. you're supposed to tackle that's, running backs as well. Your... What? Who are the running backs? Uh, uh, yeah, you know. But, like, Chris Carson looked like he's the second coming of Marshawn Lynch in that game. Yeah. Um, and Russell Wilson, if if this doesn't show that he's easily a top three quarterback, I don't know what will. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy just manages to move, keep the balls, keep the change moving, doesn't turn it over. Makes plays when he needs to, and he keeps that whole offense involved. Um, I, I just, I mean, fuck Pete Carroll, but he, he's just, he's got something really good on his hands there, and Seattle's going to be a rough out the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I don't know what McVeigh's going to do, though. I mean, Gurley, he had his moments, but they're limiting his carries. Um, you know, Brandon Cooks is out again. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, Matthews is out. He's got a broken jaw. Yeah, you know, so... I mean, it's the the injury. but but now but Cooks is out though because of uh, a concussion, concussion yeah. protocol. Well, he was he was knocked the fuck out on the field. Yeah, like, he was out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you still but I mean, that's that's a big hit though. Yeah. for their team. Yeah, that's speaking a big of big hits, hit. let's Pittsburgh. Poor Mason Rudolph. Yeah, dude was just knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, and then the cart didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they let him walk off the field. 
Uh, he was not completely unconscious. He was just night night. Yep. Uh, and then he had to walk off the field because <laughs> the cart couldn't work. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I'd expect nothing less from Pittsburgh. Me yeah. either. That's that's um, the most Pittsburgh thing I've heard. I'm gonna all go day. ahead and just say this: uh, Pittsburgh is the Mississippi of the North, mm. and I <laughs> and I hate it. So let's let's look ahead to week six. Heather, you got the standings on our picks. How are we looking? Well, they aren't bad. They are not as bad as I thought they were. I did not have high hopes going into it. And now these are combined NCAA. Yes, these are combined like total picks. Right. How we are. So who's in the there lead? There is a tie for the lead. <laughs> there's like three of us. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, there's really only three. There's so really, really only three. Who's the worst of us? It's me, isn't it? Dead last champ is Mac. Wow. You and I are seven and six. Hey, we're above 500. (laughs) And he is. We're above 500. And he is six and seven. Uh, I'm not that far out. So, so it's really a one game difference. It's really a uh, one game difference. Wow, we suck yeah. at this. Yeah, we are terrible. <laughs> we are there, bad. This is why we don't put money. No, in yeah. this. There, there, we, honestly, it's because we we go off pure hate. Yeah, right. <laughs> Completely right. biased. Yes, and I mean, subjective opinions. Yes. we'll, we'll yes. get there. But I picked Florida last week only because my wife and her family would divorce me. Uh, not really because I thought Auburn was going to lose that game. Um, Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get to the NCAA here shortly, but I mean, we're, we're not exactly experts no. here. No, no. Uh, no we probably is... should start like doing analytics rather than just like, you know what? Flood Florida. Now I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah, we are, yeah. I mean, like, listen, we are, we are like the night college classes of oh yeah of um like at a, like at a community college yeah. i would actually yeah. love to see if one of our fans is a betting person and decided to bet based on our oh picks, god help us how they would do they would they would, they would be listen we they would, would get with the class action lawsuit to get that <laughs> that and we would get bills for their legal fees oh, in yeah. their bankruptcy court mm-hmm. and like yeah like and it's just uh, not a good anonymous exactly and, and that's exactly. when i laugh at them and say yo bro you can't get water from a rock mm-hmm. i'm po so mm-hmm. week six is looking kind of bad just you shut your mouth the washington football club and the miami dolphins are playing so well, let's start there. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's being dubbed the Tank Bowl. We've got Washington playing the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Miami's a three-point underdog at home against Ooh. a team that fired its coach That's last week. <laughs> and is starting Case Keenum. Uh, will Washington get their first win this week, or will Miami fail its way to victory? You know what? Just because I've done it almost every week, uh, I think we need to cut Case Keenum. And there's only one natural replacement, Luke Falk. All right. <laughs> you just love this is you know him. what, <laughs> I, you know I think that's the nicest thing you've said about him well, this entire series. Is that he should replace Case yeah, Keenum. Exactly. Yeah, well, I think that's the I'm nicest tired of him thing you've said about him. Waking Tim up in the morning by stomping around because he's butthurt because he doesn't get to play. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean Keenum. For I, those I, just joining us, <laughs> the running joke is that Luke Falk is. Uh, so unknown that he's actually my upstairs neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, so, Luke, we love you, man. Just chill. Um, Mac, who's your pick? I mean, Miami or Washington? Uh, those teams, they're both ridiculously talent efficient teams. <laughs> but they really are. Uh, when you get down to it, AP 
every so often reaches into the Wayback Machine oh. and busts off like a 150-yard game. He pulls it, from the archives yeah, sometimes. Yeah, if there's any game to do that, this, this would be it. it. This would um, be it, I mean, yes. I could see this, honestly, I would not be surprised to see this end in a, like a 2-2 tie. <laughs> they both get a safety. Yeah. Yes. You know? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, between the two teams, there's like 110 yards off. Like, and they even get, and, and, and they the even get to quarter. like, <laughs> listen, no, yeah, no, and they even get to like, you know, like the sudden death, third overtime, and finally the refs are just like, you know what, no, this is done. Yeah. We're, we're done here. I, we're just going to put this, take this out back. I don't like, get paid enough for this shit. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know who do you got this week. You know what? I'm I'm gonna pull for the riffs. If they can make it through that game, yeah, they they deserve the pat I, on the I, back. I I'm gonna go for the riffs on this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going for the tie. <laughs> <laughs> so you you're, you're not picking? No. Yeah, That's gonna make our graphic fun. <laughs> uh, Vic, what do you I, got? I'd like to see a tie. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could, I, I think it's gonna be cool to see. You know. Just the two worst teams. Just, just all teams. You know what though? You know what? No. No. You know what? Like, you know no, what? No. Like, you know what? I'm no, I'm gonna throw somebody a bone, and I'm I'm gonna be Little Miss Ray of Sunshine for for the Dolphins. You know, they need I something. I th- I think Miami fails their way to victory. Uh, they're, they're, they're not going to win this game. They're just not going to lose it. Is this the game where Josh Rosen looks like the second overall pick? <laughs> you know, like, like, probably. like for me, like for once, I think that, that they will lose the coin toss. Yeah. Like this one time, I think they're going to lose the, the coin toss. Nobody wins it. Like just stands on its side. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, they're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> As mentioned earlier, the 49ers are looking more and more legit. Uh, they demolished my Browns. We won't go back there. But they're 4-0 heading to L.A., uh, heading into L.A., yeah. where the Rams are hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, the Rams have been all right. Ugh. But I think the term they are is... They not. Eh. Yeah. I, I said all right. All right, yeah. Uh, but they still seem to be suffering the hangover that comes with losing the Super Bowl. They're 3-2. and two. They are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Over San Francisco, Heather. Let's start with you. Yeah, no. See, look, listen. No, their offense still has yet to score in the first quarter of mm. this season. Like they just haven't done it yet. Um, and they've also been in a position this entire season to either tie or win the game in fine in the final minutes, mm-hmm. um, or at least definitely in the last two games. Yeah. And they just couldn't capitalize on it. And so, um, because they did it with. The Buccaneers, because they were behind 48 to 40. Um, and then, you know, Goff got strip sacked. And then um, <laughs> then on Thursday oh. against the Seahawks. Oh man. He could Goff could only watch, you know, as his pass got bounced off a of tight end oh. tight end's hands and then yeah. was intercepted. Mm-hmm. And so, like it, but I, what's really digging their grave are penalties. Because yeah. I would like you guys to guess how many penalties the offensive line has drawn in Every the last episode. She does this five games. Fewer than Cleveland. Uh, I know I'm a numbers girl. Yeah, I work with numbers like all like day. It. Data analytics, yeah. Yeah. Um, just, just in the last through the last the five games, line, the offensive line. In five games, I'd say seventeen. I'm going twenty-five. Seventeen on the nose. Nice. Wow. Well done. Uh, last season. The line accounted for six penalties in five games. Yeah, that'll do it. 
Yeah. And 25 penalties through week 17. Mm. So, crazy. like, that's what's killing them yeah. right now. Like, they are just... And then you've got um, fucking... What's his face? Uh, Woods. He's he's like, you know, man, you know, like, our offense needs to be nasty and da-da-da-da-da. But it's like, dude... They're another team that has all the weapons. They do. They have all the and weapons, but they're not... They're just not meeting that yeah. No, it's if, not. If you look at Cooper Cup... Like, that guy's been out of his fucking mind in the slot. Like, yeah. he, he reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Wes Welker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but with more speed, so he's able to break off, you know, break off those plays. I mean, I get limiting Gurley's touches, you know, the what arthritis or whatever the fuck it is in his knee. Um, but where's the capable number two back? Yeah. We haven't really seen him yet. Um, Woods is, like, in and out of the offense. You know, he'll have one good game, and then one game where it's just, like, he gets one catch for nine yards. Yeah. You know, um, this team, I mean, McVay's been on record saying he runs 15 plays. He just runs them out of, like, 20 different formations. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's time to get a new 15 plays because yeah. people haven't pegged and figured out exactly. at this point. Well, yeah, and, and you know, like you were saying, like, uh, like San Francisco starting actually to look very legit and also very dangerous. Well, well they've stacked that defensive line with first round pick exactly um well and you know like monday like they rushed for 275 yards which was more than the total offense that your browns Browns did Mm -hmm. uh i also saw something like 88 percent of passing plays they yeah they 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 put pressure on the quarterback yeah exactly yeah they can they can they can establish tempo with the run and then um and then they'll catch you off guard with you know, like a sixty-yard yeah, bomb. Yeah, I mean that that's important because Jimmy G's still coming back from the knee injury. Mm-hmm. He looked jittery. He he in the preseason he looked the way Baker does now. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but it, but I mean, but but I mean, San Francisco. I think San Francisco's first in their division right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So Again, like, I want to I want to see him be able to beat Seattle. Like the Rams are a winnable game. Yeah, the Rams. That's a winnable game. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go around the horn real quick, Heather. Who's your pick? Uh, I, I, I got the Niners on this thing. I, I got the Niners too. I, I can't vote against them after that Mm-mm. display against the Browns. Mac, who you got? I need to go against my typical tendencies. And my tendency is to just like, as the big fuck you to everybody else to pick the Rams, but I got to go Niners. <laughs> Vic, we'll start with you on this next one. Uh, the Eagles head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings are a three-point favorite at home, coming off a 28-10 win at the Giants. Both teams enter the contest 3-2. and two. Who do you like in this game? I mean, let's be real. I'm, like, I grew up just outside the city. I gotta go Eagles on this one. Yeah. All day, every day. I mean, come on. That's where it's at. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Mac? Yeah. Over I'm... there with your Patriots jersey. Oh, yes. Hold on. I got Fresh. Oh, and the hat. And the hat comes high. on. Just, yeah. It's his thinking cap. Don't worry about it. Is. Can you think with that much stupid no, in your head? No, you can't. <laughs> no, it's, it's hard. That's why it's it is hard to cap. think when you've won six championships and eight opportunities. It's also hard to think when you got Tom Dick, Tom anyway, Brady's dick in your I mouth. Mac, his go ahead. thumbs fall off. I'm gonna mind the stepchildren as well, Heather. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mac, go ahead. Um, I mean, th- this team is it's it's not the team that won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. No. Um, well, for one, they don't have. A... I, I'd like to see. I'm glad Wentz is being able to stay upright and on the field. Yeah. Um, I think the league is a better league when he's playing, but I mean, it's just that that kind of dynamic. Uh, you know, 
hit you from multiple angles uh, that you had under Frank Reich, it's not there right now. Um, which props to Indy for plucking him away. I mean, that was a smart fucking call. Frank Reich's amazing. Um, and their defense isn't, it's not the same either. Like, it, it doesn't seem as aggressive. Um, and then when you have, I mean, this is, I think this one's going to be like the, the, the Saints and Cowboys game, like a 12 mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. Because Minnesota can't fucking score. No. Um, no. And We've talked that nauseum about yeah. Cousins and his contract. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, their defense is amazing. So that you can see two good defenses, like, banging away and hoping for three field goals mm-hmm. and pull out the win. So, I mean, I'm going to have to say Minnesota wins that game. Other? <sighs> Dalvin Cook's just playing out of his mind right now, so. Yeah. I think I'm going Minnesota, too. Um, you know what? Now the girls gotta stick together. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go <laughs> Eagles. And, on and this. really, I'm only picking Minnesota because it's in Minnesota. I think the home field advantage. He's a big purveyor of that. Uh, uh, he is. I mean, when when, when, when it's when it's two anyways, crap teams, so. you gotta get the edge somehow. They're above crap. They're three and two. I mean, they're better than the and Dolphins. What, so what better than the Browns. <laughs> Over who? Nothing. Nothing. The Jets? Caught nothing. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> Are they a good team? No. No. But Are they a decent team? Also, no. It makes us look better, at least. In the words of UNCP soccer coach tonight, a win is a win, and I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> a win is a win, exactly. Our final preview, Monday night, features a matchup between the Packers at 4-1 and one and the surprising Detroit Lions at 2-1-1. One and one. Uh, The Packers are pretty much who we thought they'd be. Uh, they're, they're a com- competitor coming off a shellacking of Dallas last week. Oh, and that's it, putting it mildly. In, in, in a game that was a lot further apart than the yeah. score indicated. Yeah. Uh, Dallas put up a lot of garbage time points. Uh, the Lions are coming off the bye, but have beaten both the Eagles and the Chargers. Green Bay's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Mac, who's your pick? I don't know how they're only four-and-a-half points, man. Green Bay's starting to the, – the offense is rolling now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't I – don't, Aaron Rodgers, when the offense is going, like, good luck stopping him, mm-hmm. you know. And Green Bay's defense has just been brutal this season. Just, you know, I, Green Bay, that's an easy pick. Uh, that, I'm never going to pick a team from Michigan to win anything. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> really, fuck that place. That's the Alabama of the North. <laughs> <laughs> I did live there for six years. No, that's uh, unfortunate. Heather? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say go, Pat, go on this one. Yeah. Yeah, put mm-hmm. the cheese head on. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that cheese head. <laughs> yeah. Vic, what do you got? No, I'm going Packers too. I mean, I'm really not into, like, I don't pay attention to scoring or, like, stats, anything like that. But, like, at the end of the day, it really does come down for me to, like, loyalty. And, like, I can't say I'm going to cheer for the Eagles. And then the next game, cheer for the Cowboys. That's just, yeah. that's, that's not splatter for me. So, Packers. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I think, I think the Packers are going to take this one. It is in Green Bay. Um, well, I do think, though, they, they are going to be kind of running on a little bit of a high from beating the Cowboys and yeah. shutting down Zeke. Because I mean, that yeah. that's all they've heard all week I don't, is Zeke. I don't and, know if it, like a beatdown really covers everything they did to Dallas. I know, like, but I mean, I'm I just saying. I use the word yeah, Well, yeah, like, I know. Dallas, the whole team went home, turned the shower on, and just cried as yeah. they sunk to the bottom yeah they, they kind of yeah but i'm just saying like but still like they bested zeke because that's all they've that's all they've been practicing for yeah 
So I yeah, so I think that's gonna work in their favor. Yeah, too, I, so. I I really think Jerry made the right decision in holding off on the new contract. Yeah, and Dak is not uh, liking that he did. Either. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like you have to you have to show that you're worth $40 million a year mm-hmm. and first-round playoff exits and getting blown out in games where you should have been competitive, that's not a way you get a new yeah. contract. Yeah. I mean, that's two games in a row yeah. of big games. Yeah. But let's turn to the NCAA. A uh, lot more interesting games this week. We finally have, mm-hmm. I think it's four ranked matchups this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's look at last week, though. First in Gainesville, Auburn and Florida did not play a pretty game. No. No, but um, it, was, it was a fun game to watch, though. It was yeah. competitive. It was a fun uh, game to watch. But the Gators ended up triumphant over Auburn, 24-13. Uh, Michigan and Iowa played a snooze fest. And Before we go on, I'm going to do this. I say we pass a rule. No more Iowa talk. We don't talk about any more of their games. I'm so over Iowa. Well, they are a pick for this week. Uh, uh, but only because it's a ranked All right, after this week. Then. After uh, this week, yes. Uh but uh, the Wolverines managed to save Jim Harbaugh's job with a 10-3 win for at least another day. Uh, oh, so, so he lives to lose another day. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tennessee had a lead over Georgia early in the second. <laughs> you, yeah, kind of yeah, yeah that. that was the one I sent you all the text. Yes. Like, what the fuck is and, happening? And, and Georgia didn't take the lead until late in the first yeah. half. Yeah. Like, it was like two minutes left in the game. Well, I mean... Spot a bad team a couple points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they eventually put a few it away. Pity 43, points, you know. uh, our Buckeyes, Mac and I's Buckeyes, uh, started slow, but they did dominate ah. the uh, the Spartans in their toughest matchup so far. Uh, Fuck Sparty. Sparty is the only team that has held us under 40 points this season, but still lost 34-10. And Oregon kept their season alive, beating Cal 17-7. Uh, anything last week worth talking about? Uh, I'm even more pleasantly surprised with Fields. Like he, he's literally getting better every week. Yeah. Um, now, I feel like Fields and Burrows are starting to get some Heisman chatter. Yeah. Like everything is yeah. currently still about uh, Hertz and Tua, but I think when Tua hits that SEC schedule, mm-hmm. which is coming, quick, which is very yes. yeah, I, I think you'll probably see Burrows. And, and Fields move up. Because Tua, like, he's looked a lot better than Trevor Lawrence. But it's not it's not like freshman year Tua. Right? Yeah, you exactly. Um, right. And not to say that those two still aren't ridiculously talented. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I can see the gap kind of closing. Yeah. Um, but... And, and Hurts plays a big game this week. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. he does, yeah. But, I mean, it, it's like I said last week, Malzane typically, like, he can't win big games. Yeah. And this well, but now he went. He went into a very hostile. Oh, I understand that, but like this, Saturday. this is what you get paid to do at all. Well, that's true. You because right. you're like you're, right. well, you're the redheaded stepchild of the state right. of Alabama, which, I mean, let's face it, isn't that great of a place to begin with? You know, like <laughs> they need something. To yeah, you know, to. but like that. That's what Auburn fan, like you're supposed to go and win those games. Mm-hmm. You have to win those games. And Malzane has never won those games. Yeah, you know, like he beats the teams he's supposed to, and and he'll pull out a surprise one occasionally, but like. If you want to win in the SEC, you have to win those games. Yeah. You know? Because when you hit that SEC schedule, you're going to well, play four ranked teams. You know, like you don't have a choice about it. Well, you know? now it, Auburn did suffer a loss though, also because yeah, the running backs out. Booby Whitlow is out. Booby. Booby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out with a knee injury. 
Because yeah, but... he ran into the dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Did you guys not see that? No. Oh, my God. Yeah, so so he was, uh, you know, running, and he, like... <sighs> How do you hit Ugga? Bless him. No, well, it wasn't Ugga. It was... It, there was just a dog on the sideline, and he literally, like... <laughs> he literally, like, is running, and he tucks... And when he falls, like you see him, he's trying his very best to minimize the impact with this dog. And I guess in doing so, like he still bumped him pretty good, but uh, and the dog is fine. So don't worry about the dog. That's the important thing. The dog is fine. The dog is fine. But but Booby hurt his hurt his knee. Yeah, four to six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like he seriously. Yeah. hurt it, w- it was like what a pcl or a meniscus tear something, something like, like that, that. Yeah. yeah so like he really like he really tried to not hit the dog so yeah good on you booby yeah well let's look at our four previews for this week uh, oh wait wait, wait. Oh. we also all two have not talked about I, I know it doesn't really affect anybody here but ku fired their offensive coordinator yeah mm. less miles canned him already because yeah. less miles is a micromanager yeah. And so, I mean, how many offensive coordinators did we go through oh, when we had him? Yeah. So, he had like a revolving door. Exactly. So, okay. Sorry. All right. just... So, our first matchup, we've got number one Crimson Tide traveling to College Station to take on Texas A&M. Oh, Alabama's a 16-point road mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, Bama allowed 31 points against Ole Miss last week. Their most points allowed on the season. Yeah, though. but you know what? Bama always seems to give up a lot of points to Ole Miss, and then they just double up on them. So if they let mm-hmm. 28, they drop 56. Yeah. Which is, uh, the Aggies are coming off a bye week. Let's start with Heather. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an SEC fan. Let's start yes. there. Yes, all right, yeah. Um, well, I think that the harsh reality of the preseason's most overstated and accurate talking point is the Aggies' arduous schedule. I feel like that's kind of starting to set in for them. Um, Saturday is going to be the second time Texas A&M plays the number one team in the country. (laughs) 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 Uh, And both are still undefeated. We suck again! Yeah, because Clemson, you know. Clemson fell despite a win. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. Um, The last time uh, a team did that in the regular season was back in 2009. Um, but unless the Aggies win the rest of their games, which includes Alabama mm-hmm. and road games against Georgia and LSU, Oof. they are essentially just kind of the whipping boys right now oh, of of the conference. What's A&M's record right now? Not great. I can tell you that. Are they four up, two down? I don't have it. In I don't front have it. Of I, yeah, I don't right. have it in front of me either. I mean, even then, like that's. But that's, uh, now, I mean, I will six, say now, I, I will say that that's it, like it's not entirely unexpected because you know they're they are, um, they're in their second year with their coach. Fuck Jimbo Fisher. I hate. Yeah, believe me, I know. Three and two right now entering this game. Yeah. They're, okay. They're going to the Who Gives a Shit dot com ball in Waco, yeah. man. Like. Yeah. So, but it's. They were they were a nine and four campaign in 2018 where the Aggies were closer than anyone else to knocking off national champion uh, Clemson, mm. and then beat LSU, 
which we're not going to talk about that game. Do not bring up that game. Not a problem. <laughs> this, you will get punched in the you mouth. Um, yeah, you will I'm get punched in the mouth. Tonight, Tim, so. Yeah, uh, and then capped it off. They had a really impressive bowl victory. So, okay. so obviously, you know, there was a lot of, op- of optimism going into into the season. But not enough to where you think you're going to get through that schedule. Yeah, like, bitch, please. But but like they're not necessarily really like making progress. Like they were flat offensively against Clemson mm. and Auburn, failing to score a touchdown until the fourth quarter. In both games. It's very Jimbo-esque. <laughs> yeah. And then what doesn't help them is that they lost so many people to the draft. And so because of that, like, the result of that has been just this really ineffective running game. Right. And a lot is being placed on the shoulder of Kellen Mond. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the losses to Clemson and Auburn, he attempted 42 and 49 passes, respectively. Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Um, since Jimbo arrived, the Aggies are one and four when Mond attempts at least forty passes, and eleven and two when he throws it fewer than forty times. Maybe. So maybe we limit him, and yeah. you might upset Alabama. Mm. Mm, no, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. no. I, and I also don't see Alabama playing down to them, even though this will be the first time that they've played a ranked team all season. Yeah. So, this, but this is... Right. right. I mean, they're 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah, air quotes, air quotes. Um, but this will be A&M's third. Right. And so, um, I, I just, I, I don't think that the 12th, that the 12th man is even going to be a concern at I hate all. That. I, hate that. I hate it too. Um, I love I, seeing their whole field just quiet because they're getting their ass beat. Listen, I, 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 for me though, I feel like in this game, all 12 of them know the beating that's about to happen. Yeah. So I, I hope that they've stocked up on ice and biofreeze. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Alabama. Yes. Vic, what do you got in this game? Um, I think I'm just going to pull for Bama on this one. Yeah. It's kind of hard I, to I'm say. I'm going to have like, a pain groan over there. <laughs> no, no. I, I, no. I don't like It's just Bama. we don't like Alabama. Yeah. But, but, but you can't pick against no, them in this game. Not, not A&M, man. No. Just, just, yeah. They, they may Ugh. lose one this year. It's not. It's not fucking It's A&M. not it's not no, to them. No. It will not be to and them. And like I said, I love seeing eighty thousand student you know, uh seat stadiums dead quiet because they're getting an ass whoop when they're they're all we're the twelfth man. So question, do you think they show up for the midnight pep rally? Oh yeah. The night before. Oh yeah, I mean definitely because you know you gotta have all, we're the core cadets. Ugh I, fuck I hate hated. So maybe maybe they do that just as a you know, as they're, you know, like, okay, this is we're going to go in here. I, we know we're going to lose, but let's just have this one happy time right yeah. before. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, the people up front will be like, ah, but then you got this big group in the back that are like passing around a bottle of Schlitz and like chain smoking. Like, yeah. this is going to fucking suck. It's- yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Penn State travels to Kinnick Stadium to take on Iowa, and they're a four-point road favorite. Uh, Mac and Heather, you both chose Penn State to come out of the Big Ten this mm-hmm. year. I did. Uh, yep. But this is a big matchup for Penn State because they haven't really played much so far. Uh, Iowa enters the game 4-1, and one, but and they're allowing an average of less than 9 points a game. I think it was yeah. 8.8 okay. yeah. is their average. Mm-hmm. Vic, does Iowa have the upset in them, or does this game belong to Penn State? I'm pulling for Penn. I mean, like, Penn's got a strong team. you got to say it. That, like, yeah. Heather and I picked them to win the Big Ten, yeah, and I'm, I'm a Buckeyes fan. Yeah, well... <laughs> 
Okay. That was before you saw Justin Field, though. I still think it, it's Penn State to lose, though. Yeah. Anyway, so you continue, Penn State. please. Yeah. I, on the other hand, can't pull for Penn State. I did pick Ohio State to come out of the Big Ten. Yes. And I think Iowa's got the upset in them. Oh, oh, God. Listen, listen. If it makes everybody they, feel better. Beat me to death with this. Okay, <laughs> listen, listen. If it makes everybody feel better, we took a vote before recording, and we promised that, like, after this week, we're not bringing up Iowa again. Like, we're <laughs> sick of talking yeah, about Iowa. Just, so. After the stinker last weekend, uh, I mean, I, I don't. It, it, Michigan can't score. Like bringing in Gaddis as offensive coordinator doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and James Franklin is a good coach. Uh, I and that offense is humming in Happy Valley. So I I just don't see Penn State losing this game. Um, I mean if it is, mm-hmm. it, if if they lose it, it's gonna be what Franklin has done every year at Penn State. He lets one get away that he shouldn't. Um, and he this needs to be the year where that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, like he he's got. A, Honestly, one of the most talented teams in the country. So, and I think he knows that though this yeah. year for he, sure. Well, I, mean, I think he, he recruited, does. He recruited people who could play football at Vandy. The dude could go to fucking Siberia and yeah. recruit football players there. You know, so yeah. I mean, he just he's a and he's a good coach. I, I think he's one of those guys that also gets in his own way sometimes. But like, I, I just I don't see Iowa pulling this one out. Mm. And really, fuck you, Iowa. Yeah. So Heather, you're taking Penn State too all day. All right. Let's head to the Red River Shootout, where uh, Tex- number eleven Texas is finally starting to return to form. Uh, they enter this game four and one, having only lost against current number five LSU, and that was a close one. It was. Uh, I will give it to him. Jalen Hurts is getting all the Big Twelve Heisman attention, having thrown fourteen touchdowns for one thousand five hundred twenty-three yards. That's okay. I guess. And only two yeah, interceptions. That's fine. That's all right. Yeah. But uh, congratulations. Yeah. Texas, Texas quarterback Sam Ellinger is putting up very good passing numbers, though. He's, he's a good um, quarterback. He is. Good. He's a good quarterback. Yeah. 1448 yards, 17 touchdowns, and two interceptions. Um, obviously, Hertz also has the ability to run the ball nearly 500 yards and seven scores on the ground. That's yeah, all right. Um, yeah. Oklahoma's <laughs> if a 10-point so. favorite. Mac, how close is this game and who wins? I mean, it, it's always going to be close. I mean, this mm-hmm. is this is one the, the big rivalry game. And I think Texas won it last year. They did. Right? They, they did, did. yeah. Um, and they really like that stupid golden hat that they used for a trophy. Yeah. Tacky as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Um, it's not the boot, but... Yeah. I mean, it's also not like Paul Bunyan's axe. Give me a fucking weapon if we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's especially, absolutely especially the, the, the best... Especially the shootout. Yeah. Listen, that is the best trophy for a rivalry. Yeah. In college football. Uh, but, like... All day. Oklahoma, I just think Jalen Hurts brings, like, a certain dynamic, and he's mm-hmm. won big games mm-hmm. before. Yep. Like, the guy played three years of quarterback at Alabama. Um, I just... I think this will be close... I don't think this will be, like, one of those runaway games uh, because they both have, like, Oklahoma's finally learned we can play defense. We're allowed to. Yeah. And they're playing it. And Texas, you know, Tom Herman's got that program stocked again. Mm -hmm. So, but, I mean, I I really think Hurts and Oklahoma pulls this one out. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big slugfest, really. I mean, so, I, same thing. I I just think Jalen Hurts right now, like, he's, he's, in the words of, um, Mugatu, so hot right now. Mm. <laughs> Vic, what you got? I don't have a pick for this one. You're welcome. No? Nope. All right. I like it. I'm, I'm going to differentiate. I'm going to pull 
for Texas in the upset. Uh, I think this is an upset week. Tejas. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to go with Texas and Sam Ellinger. Okay. Uh, and finally, our game of the week. Uh, Heather's doing a little dance over there. Number five, oh, LSU facing so number seven, excited. Florida in Baton Rouge. We talked about the Gators' performance last week, having faced another top ten SEC team. Uh, Florida's in the middle of a rough stretch of schedule uh, with Auburn coming up in three weeks. Uh, sorry, I'm mistaken. Uh, Georgia in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn was last week. Backup quarterback Tr- Kyle Trask has been solid but not fantastic for Ooh, the Gators. And he escaped uh, a close one last week. Yeah, he did. Uh, after Felipe Franks went down with the injury, he's mm-hmm. out for the season. LSU's coming off an easy stretch of games. Uh, having yeah. faced Vandy, Utah State, and a bye in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, listen, they were going to even it up a bit with Vandy and make them do algebra. Yeah. Ed Orgeron didn't know what it was, so they said forget it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because um, there's letters in it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but uh, LSU's, I, I, I LSU's entering a rough patch of schedule. Their easiest mm-hmm. game in the next four is uh, Mississippi State next week because they got Auburn and Alabama coming up real mm-hmm. quick. I think they're going to karate chop Mississippi State off the face of the earth. <laughs> Joe Burrow, a Buckeye transfer, enters the game on the edge of a, the Heisman picture. <laughs> I am so sick you know of I you guys that like there. adding that in <laughs> every single week. Uh LSU is a 13-point favorite at home. <laughs> Heather, we'll start with you. Will Florida pull off the big game twice in a row? Nope. Or will Ohio State transfer nope. Joe Burrow no, no, no. Uh, win this one for LSU? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, so, okay, so this is basically going to turn into the Heather show because I've got lots of notes for you on she this one. She drank coffee today. I am, I'm ready to go. No, this is this is a very big game. This, this is a long-standing rivalry. There is a lot of bad blood between LSU and Florida. Um, part of the reason is you have, so say three years ago, let's go back in history. Do you guys remember what happened three years ago? May, it was a major event that hit Fayetteville three years ago. Hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane Matthew. Hurricane Matthew. That was three weeks ago, like now. We get a lot of them. So I think that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Gators and the Tigers haven't always hated each other as much as we do. But since Hurricane Matthew, since that fiasco in 2016 when the storm was postponed and they moved the game from Gainesville to Baton Rouge, right. that's when it really started. Uh, there was a lot of pushing and shoving before the game that season and every year. Both sides of players and fans were chirping and da 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 um, The fans are close enough that they can mix it up. Yeah. Um, the LSU campus is 590 miles from the Florida campus mm-hmm. in Gainesville. Jesus Christ, you did a deep dive on this one. <laughs> yeah. I did hear, though, that tickets for this game are really low because no LSU fan is letting them go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So there's not going to be a lot of There's not going to be, so. yeah. Um, the Louisiana state line is less than 200 miles from the Florida state line. <laughs> you have to pass through Alabama and Mississippi. To- <laughs> well, well, this is on I-10 I- East, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, but yeah, so so you know, like they 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 can go back and forth, they mix and mingle. Um, this is about as balanced as as it gets because Florida leads the series by only four games, so they're 33, 20, 33 and twenty nine, okay. and three. Um, three ties. Fucking ties, mm-hmm. man. Uh, but in the century, LSU so leads. Yes, eleven to ten. Ooh, 
That's a lot closer than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU has won uh, three in a row, and they that was in 2013 to 2015. Um, but that was the longest period of domination since Florida won nine consecutive. Oh well, yeah, that was 13 after Meyer left, and they didn't know what they were and doing. That, but that was from. Um, but that was from. Must champions. Yeah, yeah, that was from yeah. 1988 through 2001. Oh okay. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of history between them. Um, they've played every season since just about since 1953, and then um, through 1967, and from 1971 to 1991 before the SEC expanded. Um, so yeah, so it just, there's just a lot of stuff going on there. A lot of research done. Lots of, listen. Appreciate it, listeners. Yes, appreciate it. Um. Heather doesn't love LSU No, not at all, not at all. Um, but you know, and then, you know, we've got these really big games that are iconic in college football. So you've got, uh, the October 11th, 1997 game where the Tigers upset number one Florida, 28-21 in Tiger Stadium and the goalpost came down. And you know, and and then uh, was the one on October sixth when number one LSU beat number nine Florida twenty four twenty eight in Tiger Stadium on its way to the national championship. That mm-hmm. was the one that uh, Jacob Hester converted two fourth and one runs on the Tigers winning uh, touchdown drive. Um, fun fact: that game actually saved my ex husband's life because he was deployed at the time mm. and he stayed behind to to, watch to, the to game. finish the game. Yeah, and. The gate was attacked before his patrol. Wow. Fucking Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, clearly, like, like this game does have a lot of, like, personal significance for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, this game is going to mean a lot nationally. Yeah. And, is, and it has been more significant more significant, you know, West versus East over the years. Yeah. Um, because it'll be the fourth pairing, fourth top 10 pairing since 2009 and the 16th ranked pairing this century. Okay. Um, and both schools both share four national championships evenly between 2003 and 2008. Um, that, all that being said, uh, this is the best defense. Deep breath. Yes. <laughs> She's about to throw Florida a little bone. I am a uh, little bone. Uh, this is the best defense that Burrow has faced so far. Yep. So I don't want to take I don't want to take that, that away Ohio from Ohio State you. transfer Joe Burrow. Stop it! <laughs> Listen, that is not his official legal name, Timothy. So yeah, it is. No, it is not. <laughs> um, but I mean, like I mean, they really did. They played really hard against. An incredible Auburn team, yep. and came out ahead. And Florida um, allowed two seventy-six yards against them, compared to LSU's two eighty-eight. So defensively, they are very similar. Yeah, but you know what LSU it's, it's, has that Florida doesn't? A functioning quarterback. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but I do think though that it's going to be Ohio State transfer Joe Burrow. By the way, <laughs> um, I, I think that it's it's. It's going to be very difficult for them to come into Baton Rouge on a Saturday night after having played so physically the week before and then have to play that and then some. I just don't. uh, Yeah. Teams don't. Like, you can't go into Baton Rouge. Like, most teams, like, don't. They don't like to go into Baton Rouge. So, to be clear, Heather, you're picking Florida. (laughs) <laughs> over Ohio 
transfer. I'm transferring Joe Burrow. You shut your whore mouth. How about that? Uh, Vic, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go LSU just so I feel like if I don't, I mean, Other I mean, might murder you. Yeah. Listen, I was gonna she say. Reached. Listen, I was gonna say I went for the Eagles. Okay, so help me out. She reached. There's like there's a bit of fear. Oh, and also I'm just going to add that LSU is the for real DBU. So fuck you, Florida. That's not you. So Mac, I'm I'm gonna keep you real short here because Heather took all your time. I'm sorry. Who do you got? Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, I, I don't see Florida beat them. I want to take Florida in this game. I want to preserve my marriage. Someone's getting divorced. <laughs> LSU's going to win this game. I think it's probably a lot closer than I think it's a, te- what did we say, 13 point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be closer than that. But I think LSU's going to win it. Yeah. Yep. And, and we also need to mention, too, because I'm going to, that I am wearing my number seven LSU jersey. This jersey does not get worn. It usually stays ceremoniously hanging. sealed. Yes. Because I would like, because I would like for you to tell the listeners whose jersey this is. Ohio State transfer Joe Burrow? No. It's, uh, it's, it's suspended the first half of the year, Patrick Peterson. I'm sorry, and it's also, I'm sorry, it, it's, it's also signed, and it's also okay. signed, you know, uh, one it, of the players who submit, who cemented DBU it's at also, LSU. It's also spelled that really stupid way as well. Real quick, we're going to, yeah. we, we want to touch on a couple of bits of local news before we talk to Vic a little bit about UNC swimming, or UNC swimming. I corrected myself. We're brave, snapped um, our heels. We are sad to announce Keep your racist moniker to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We are sad to announce this week that the Swamp Dogs have said that they are no longer going to be part of the Fayetteville culture. The Swamp Dogs are really part of the reason we started this podcast. So after 19 years in Fayetteville, they were unable to reach a deal with FTCC and they will not be playing in the 2020 season and will be looking for a new home in 2021. Let's see if they come back uh, at all. We'll, we'll see. I, I did talk to one of my contacts within the Swamp Dogs organization. He told me it, it really was just a matter of the Swamp Dogs wanted to keep their prices low and the amount FTCC was asking for the lease on the stadium was just not able to happen. It doesn't have so much to do with the Woodpeckers being in town, despite what a lot of fans are claiming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's two totally different games. Yeah, it, it really is. And I, I thought there might have been the potential for those two to play off each other because you have a, a, a single-A team who's looking for college players for drafts, so maybe some scouts. It didn't. It wasn't around long enough to uh, develop yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are sad to see them go. Uh, the Marksmen are getting ready to kick off their season. They play a preseason game this Saturday uh, at Cleveland Ice Rink on Fort Bragg. Mm. Um, it'll be the first oh, time. Gosh, that place smells so bad. <laughs> it'll be the first time though that a professional hockey game has ever pl- been played on a military installation. Uh, so Friday, uh, Saturday night, the twelfth. They will be playing the Roanoke Rail Yard Dogs. Um, I'm sorry, the who? The, the Rail Roanoke Yard Rail Dogs. Yard Dogs. Roanoke Rail Yard Dogs. They had to throw in a bunch of words together. Yeah, they were really, um, like, just... like, they <laughs> They do, what's that? Uh, I feel like they let the internet pick that name. Yeah, they yeah, might so have. One of those they is... might have. I mean, it's, it's minor league hockey. It's uh, yes, the same I as mean, minor yeah, league baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
The Marksmen opened up their regular season on Friday the 18th, but their home opener is the 19th. Mac, I know you'll be there. I will. I got um, free tickets. <laughs> but they did just announce that in conjunction with Fayetteville Comic Con, Sergeant Slaughter is ceremoniously dropping the first puck. What, are they going to uh, fucking wheel him out there in a wheelchair? <laughs> that guy's a day older than Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They did, they did make a couple of signings really this, this week. <laughs> Uh, forward Matt O'Day was signed from Western New England University, which we've already discussed is actually it's a real thing. school. It is real school. Uh, goalie Danny Tyrone from the University of New Hampshire, and forward Luke Stork from the Ohio State University. Um, you know, Joe Burrow has a degree from there. I swear, to <laughs> so, I swear to God. We're, we're looking forward to the marksman season. It's going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's minor league hockey. Uh, I only hope you know I get another goalie who. Just keeps a spitter on the back of the net instead of a water bottle, and uh, that'll that'll really take it back. Yeah, especially on real tree camo night. Oh god, yeah. Uh, Let's just keep it trashy, Fayetteville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're gonna do something, you go all out. But now we want to spend a couple of minutes with our our special guest, Victoria Brousseau. She is a junior and a swimmer on the UNC Pembroke swim team. Yeah. Victoria, if you'd like to take a minute and introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, so I am a junior at UNC Pembroke. Um, I'm a double major, political science and journalism. She's smart. Try. <laughs> um, I've been swimming, gosh, probably like 15 years now. That's so long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all sitting here going, that's less than half our lives. Well, I mm-hmm. just turned yeah. 20 last month, so... Yeah, I mean... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even old enough to drink. Oh, my God. No. Legally. No. Um, but, go ahead. Um, but, yeah, no, um, this is my third year on the Pembroke swim team. Um, it's been a crazy journey so far, and honestly, this season is really turning out to be something incredible. Really? I gotta say. So, our first meet of the season, we swam against... Um, Columbia College uh, won that quite heavily. That was a great win for us. Yeah, it was like, what, 128 to 48 or something Something, like that? Something around there. Um, And last weekend, we had the Guilford College Invitational in Greensboro. Um, First of all, that pool is just absolutely gorgeous. I didn't know this going in. It was a saltwater pool. There is a difference when you swim saltwater versus chlorine. Okay, Um, okay. Before you even go into that, why do you have a saltwater pool? Instead of a Because it's pool. Greensboro? They actually, they, I, I've heard that they're easier to maintain, they're better for you, like the athletes swimming in them, I mean. Okay. So what was that like? Like what kind of difference does it make? So I've only ever swam chlorine, or I mean, I've only ever swam saltwater. Like, um, for me, I feel like this, like, it's a better feel in the water, right? When you're swimming, I mean, we also had like our tech suits on, so um, that's also really great feel when you're in the water swimming, um, especially at invitational meet. Uh, saltwater pools, in my opinion, just they're just a better pool. Like they're they're much easier to go through. Okay. Yeah, we gotta get Christy on the phone. Yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what what is what is a, a an average day for the college athlete look like? Um, average day for so our practices. For um, the swim team, we have we, we pretty much pretty much have maxed out our hours. We're at twenty hours a week for practices, give or take a couple of the here and there. Um, so six to eight a.m. Monday through Friday. 
<laughs> DP's <laughs> over here like, nah. nah. Getting in the water at 6 a.m. when it's usually so cold is just, you know, never I'm something sh- I necessarily look forward to. I'm sure it feels refreshing. I don't roll out of it bed doesn't. until 8 a.m. It yeah. It's not refreshing. There's nothing. <laughs> I, like... I appreciate polar, her honesty. Yes. A polar plunge is more refreshing some mornings. Like, I don't do those either. Well, yeah, yeah uh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, so usually 6A, um, Monday through Friday. We do occasionally have Saturday practices as long as we don't have, like, you know, swimming on Saturdays. Um, usually the Saturday practices are for preseason when we're really trying to, you know, make sure we're getting in shape for our first meet. Um the teams we go against are really something else. So we need all the practice we can get. So so one of the things I found interesting was you guys don't have any home meets. No, we don't. Talk about the challenges you face by being on the road all the time for your meets. I mean, well, one of the reasons that we don't have home meets, let me just say, is because we are a relatively new team. This is only mm-hmm. our fourth season. Um, but... We don't have the equipment that we need, so we don't have the timing equipment, the scoreboards, all the equipment that makes a meet, like, actually run. Um, but being on the road for so long, like, I'm leaving, our team is leaving f- on Friday at 11 for a meet that starts at 5, warm-ups are at 3.30. Is that the one in Charlotte? Um, yeah. I Listen, I am offended for you by the <laughs> timeline. So, uh, the warm-ups are at 3.30, and you no. we stop and, Mm-mm. like, try and get something to eat before the meet starts that way we're well um, like prepared for the for the meet um but we're not expected to get back to campus until like 11 o'clock at night so we're gone all day and i mean that's a lot of time in, on a bus yeah. i mean and then also we're missing classes and like if it was if this if this meet was a home meet it would i mean i'm missing all three of the classes that i have on friday right like, I know several of my teammates are missing like one, two classes that they have on Friday. You know, if this was if this meet was a home meet, I'd at least get to go to two of my classes. Miss yeah. the third one, which I mean I have an A in right now, so <laughs> I don't care about that one right now. Um, but no, it does. If take you're a- her professor listening, she didn't mean it. <laughs> she really did it. She said she studies very hard. She said that she doesn't have an A. So it pays off. Um, I mean yes, you know. Being on a bus, when we went to um, Greensboro this past weekend, we left at, like, 5 a.m. We all sl- had to sleep on the bus. I actually, like, kicked one of my teammates on the stomach. She was sleeping, because we were so close on this bus, she was sleeping in the aisle. I didn't know that she was in the aisle. Um, and I went to sit up and accidentally kicked her in the stomach. I felt so bad. Um, she is fine. I'm not out here. Dang, she was Clay Matthew to her yeah. there. One of my other teammates fell off of her seat onto like the little uh, aisle between the two like rows of chairs. I mean. And that's what you want before you get yeah, going. Exactly. It's, it's, not, like, it's not a comfortable. In a competitive manner. Yeah. It's yeah. not a comfortable uh, place to sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, they're. Like, our, our men's and women's indoor track, our swimming, our football are all independents right now. Right. But they're joining the Mountain East Conference, which is... I didn't know there was a Mountain East yeah, Conference. Yeah, so just yeah. based in West Virginia, but most of the teams are in Western Pennsylvania and Ohio. Of course. That's a lot of travel. Yeah. Okay, so, so, well, my question doesn't really necessarily have anything to do with swimming, but kind of, but just because I like the little behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, 
what shenanigans and pranks do swimmer swimmers that's play a on great each other? Question. Yes. Um, well, I'm not sure. We don't really play many on each other, unless like like me and my like some of my friends and I will play like small ones on each other. But um, it's not anything like you know like hiding bathing suits or no, no. or like. Peppering things oh, in within, no, like no stuff like that. No, I mean, really, I mean, not really. Just because, like, with swimming, it's first of all, it is a very mental sport. Like, you're in the water for two hours in the morning. It's just down back. It's you, a black line, and whatever set our coach just gave us. I mean, do you have do you have your eyes open when you swim? Sometimes in your don't. goggles. Here's the thing, and it's a, this is actually a running joke with my team um see i'm not a morning person mm-hmm. like at all by any means if i could sleep till 12 i would gladly do so mm-hmm. um so we have this running joke that i'm not awake until after practice mm-hmm. and so i sleep they say oh she's um I when you swim that they say that i sleep i, I have swim. class like, art, te- art so, she, so you're like a shark basically yeah, i mean like i just can't stop moving yeah. like but sometimes though i will say this i don't know what it is like i've I know how to swim. I know how to do flip and surfing. Sometimes I get scared when I come into the water mm-hmm. or into the wall, and like I'll close my eyes before a flip turn. I don't know why I will. I'll just like I'll notice that my eyes are closed after I push off. I'm like, what am I doing right now? I'm like I need to see. Like, am I even in my lane? Yeah. No, <laughs> like I, I, there was something I always wondered. Like, do do swimmers keep their eyes open when they're just hauling ass down the lane? Sometimes lanes? I don't. Sometimes it's actually easier for me. Like if I close my eyes, I can like you know better picture whatever drill or stroke or whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It helps me, like, like visualize it better and, like, actually do it better. Sometimes I do it during meetings. I'm pretty sure my coach won't be happy if he hears that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, I'll hey, you, you guys won the invitation. Yeah, you, you, a so, win is a win, right? Yeah, that's right. A win that, is that, a win. That's the Pembroke way right now. Exactly. A win is a win. We're gonna a win is it. a win, whether or not your eyes are open or not. Yep. I mean... I mean, yeah, some mornings I just... I mean... Besides all the tiredness, sometimes I know I close my eyes. Like I just get scared sometimes. I don't know why. Like I'm afraid I'm gonna hit the wall. I've never like just like smashed into a wall. But like, see that would like, be me. Oh god. I've yeah. seen I've seen it happen before. Like, I would be I, listen. I would be like the beluga whale in Finding Dory, whose <laughs> echolocation is broken. Oh no. And just so just boom every time. <laughs> I don't Every think time. I'm coordinated to stay in my lane before the yeah, No, no, I'm not either. <laughs> no. I don't think I can swim. I would swim the way a bulldog walks, which is just like <laughs> yeah. regular. If I'm doing backstroke, sometimes, like, because it's so much harder to, like, stay in a straight line, if I'm doing backstroke, I will, like, kind of bumper the lane lines. Um, but one time, this was before college, back when I was in high school, I had a summer meet, and it was a friend of mine was next to me, and we had to swim, like, the 100 IM, right? So it's butterfly, backstroke, mm-hmm. brush up, freestyle. And she was ahead of me. I'm not good at backstroke or butterfly by any means, really. Um, and so she was ahead of me, and we collided both, like in front of the flags, like, just below the flags. And we stopped, stood up, and looked at each other. Because there's no reason we're going to be colliding. We stopped in the middle, and this is, like, the middle of a race, the middle of a meet, we stopped, stood up, looked at each other, and then just kept going because she was going one way, I was going the other. I did my turn. I came in doing freestyle. I was doing brush up. She had pushed off onto her freestyle. And so, I, you know, I finished my race, and I finished, right, into the wall. And I stopped, and I look, and she's still in my lane. I was like, did, did I do something wrong, or did you, right? She had actually... She turned it into a contact sport. Yeah, she did. She turned it, like, she, as she turned from her brush up into her freestyle, she, uh... Pushed off under the lane line, just ran right into me. And, like, I don't know if I've ever really seen that happen before. 
But like it happened to us. That would and be I me. Thought, that honestly, would be I me. think it's the funniest thing. I still that tease her me. about it to this day. That happened <laughs> maybe like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what is? You guys are still eligible for D two playoffs, right? Even as an independent. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, like, how how. What is it like the best way for you guys to get there? Well, actually, I think you know? right now we actually are in the Mountain East already. Because I have on our schedule, it says that we have like NC. Yeah, because you guys are going to Canton this year, right? Yeah. For the. Okay. Well, that's for conference. Yeah. In February. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that'll make it that much easier. It kind of blows that question like out of the. No, yeah, way to go. Now. Yeah, now I feel like you clearly, <laughs> you clearly put on your thinking cap. God, Heather, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, what what keeps you wanting to swim competitively? Um, honestly, at the end of the day, like, it's gotta be you have to have a love for the sport. Cause, like I said, I mean, six a.m. in the water, it's a mental sport. Like, you have to have a passion for it. You have to have a love for it. And some days, like, I wake up, I'm not going to lie, all my teammates have heard this, I wake up, that alarm goes off, I'm like, do I need this? Do I really, how much do I love this right now? And honestly, if I wasn't swimming, I don't know what I would be doing. Because, like, just school, that's boring. No thank you. Like. Yeah, and especially at Pembroke, that's all you're doing, just school. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot out there, unless you want to, like, go fuck around in a cornfield or something. You know? We, we want to thank Vic for... Joining us yes, tonight. Thank you. Yes. Uh, if you would like to see the UNCP swim team in action, they are uh, they are performing. They're performing. <laughs> uh, they're competing this Friday in Hickory, North Carolina, or a little closer to home, they are in Campbell on October twenty fifth out in Bowie's Creek. So uh, Bowie's uh, Creek. Is there is there anything you'd like to p- uh, pitch before? Any pluggables the there, Vic? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not, I can't say anything. I can't ask for any money that will affect, you know, my eligibility. Mm-hmm. But um, any support maybe it won't hear later. Any support <laughs> that you want show, any support that you want to show to uh, UNCP athletics as a whole, always greatly appreciated. Um, get out there and go see the Braves. We actually have good teams. Football, yeah. notwithstanding. Yeah, I mean, we have yeah, we have some pretty good teams this year. Come yep. out, check us out. Any game, any place, any sport. That'll bring tonight's episode to a close. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Hometown Crowd on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also email us your questions at hometowncrowdpod at gmail.com. Victoria, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank, you, thank you, thank you. For Mac and Heather, I'm Tim. Thanks for cheering with the Hometown Crowd. <laughs>